Hi, you're listening to God, Ghosts, and Government, a weekly conversation with Senator Kim Jackson, where she'll reflect on her journey as an Episcopal priest, farmer, legislator, and much more. I'm your host, Sharitha J, and I'm honored to share this space with you. Let's begin. It's your girl, Sharitha J, and I'm back for another season, another session with the wonderful, fantastic, amazing, all those things, Senator Kim Jackson. Hey, Senator Kim Jackson. (laughs) So much hype. So much hype, yo. Like, it's like, it's as if we haven't seen each other for days. Um, But... (laughs) Hey, 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 Sharitha J, it's good to be with you. It's good to see you. It's so good to see you too. It's it's another season of God, Goats, and Government. Can can you believe it? I know. What began as like a random idea has turned into like a whole thing, a whole amazingness. Yeah, so I'm excited to be here and excited for another season. Wonderful. I, I bet... Not only is the capital a buzz, but I, I feel like the barnyard maybe there may be a little chatter there too. There's always activity in the barnyard. <laughs> we'll get into it. So as always, let's let's get the conversation rolling because just like session, we're in it. It's the first week. You know, I want to know like what what are the feels? What's the energy at the Capitol week one? Yeah, I mean, the energy is really high because it's as if we never left. Um, You know, for some listeners, you may not know or realize that we were actually in session for a special session for redistricting um, just in December. So literally less than a month ago, we were doing this. And so in some ways, it just feels like we went on a holiday break and are just hitting the ground. So it's not... It's not that slow kind of, wow, we're just wasting a lot of time startup that I'm used to. It is like, let's go, friends. Like, let the antics begin. Let the politicking happen. It's it's all on already. When I think about last session, the the only description that comes to mind is that it was rougher than concrete mixed with glass. But you guys managed to smooth that thing out with sandpaper. Okay? So how is it? You know, going from that energy, as you said, you had a special session, so you're already hopping into the politic. And what kind of politicking are we getting into already? Yeah, so I think that we saw in special session, we did this redistricting where Democrats um, said, like, hey, your maps are terrible. They're not going to pass. Um, the judges muster. And, um, and they did the judge did say that they were acceptable. And so there does feel like there's just like this little undercurrent um, from the Republicans are like filling themselves of like, ah, ha, ha, we got y'all. We told you that our maps were going to work and they did. Um, And by the way, you now have a number of Democrats who've been drawn into districts with each other. And so y'all got to deal with that mess. Um, And so that, you know, that's kind of in the ethos. And and I'm feeling it, you know, we lost like, and I I mean, I gave this whole speech from the well where I was like, look, y'all, we told you last time that your maps were trash. Mm -hmm. We're telling you now that if you submit these maps, they're going to be trash again and be rejected and we were just wrong. Um, So, you know, there's that that's happening. And then Mm -hmm. also it's an election year. And so you've got folks who are geared up to try to make sure that um, 
the, the red meat, for lack of a better term, is there for folks to be revved up to return to the, to the I almost called it box office, um, to the ballot booth. <laughs> so that's, you know, all that's there. Um, you know, the government governor has laid out his plans. The lieutenant governor has laid out his. Um, interestingly, they do not necessarily align. Mm. And so that's fun to see. And um, I think we're seeing just this week we had a bill on um, sports betting already and mm -hmm. it came to the floor and because of the internal politicking within the republican party it didn't actually get a hearing on the floor like we're okay. already seeing this stuff in the first week so it is it's it's wild it's right out the gate and um i am actually looking forward to it all being done and i know the date when it will be finished we have a calendar what again it's it's miracles can happen two years in a row. Signy die is March March twenty eighth. Wow. Okay. Okay. Mark Ma your calendars. It's Maundy Thursday. Hmm. Okay. Just so you know, the night that Jesus watched people's feet will be the night in which we as servants stay up till midnight. Hopefully, we're doing some good servant type work legislation. That would be wouldn't that be so poetic? Oh. My it's, goodness, almost like right. It would mm. be. So we know that's not <laughs> likely to happen, but yeah. Anyway. Indeed. I appreciate your underlying like optimism that you keep. And so I have the honor of not only being your colleague, but I get to call you friends. So to watch you navigate these waters uh, in this way, I have a little bit of curiosity around the, not only the competitiveness of it all, but you're having to play a lot of defense. Do you foresee any opportunities for you to play a little offense uh, this session? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I even I was gonna say, you know, I have my own bills, and those are offensive, but I gotta play defense with my own bill. It's it's so it's kind of wild. But no, um, I do think we have some opportunities to do some real good, and um, for me, that's what playing offense is. I have two bills um, that I'm really going to be pushing um, this session, maybe even a third one that might come up um, here soon. Just stay tuned. I don't want to announce too soon um, because it will be a whole, we'll even do a press conference when we're ready. But um, I do have a, a bill about in-state tuition that we'll continue to pick up from last year uh, around making sure that refugees and special immigrants can get in-state tuition here in Georgia. Um, to me, that's a good offensive bill. Um, I will say all summer long, I had to play defense around it because the extremists on the right came hard after my Republican colleagues who signed on to that bill. Uh, you might re recall I typically only author bills that have equal have equal bipartisan support. And so the two uh, signatories on that bill who are Republicans both had um, extremists come after them about letting um, letting refugees, letting know it's worse than that, letting the illegals skip the line in front of American citizens to get in-state tuition. Uh, and so this summer, we played a lot of defense to help shore up my Republican colleagues with how they respond to that type of um, extremist bullshit, not real language, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but I do think it's a great bill. And then I have an address confidentiality bill that will allow um, to continue my theme of caring for people who are victims and survivors of domestic violence and stalking, an address co confidentiality bill that will allow 
folks who survived that to be able to have their ad addresses hidden so that like if you go and google them um you know their voting record it won't have their address where they live if you you know look up any type of public database their addresses would be held confidential so that the stalker or the person who per perpetuated violence against them will be able to find them so to me that's a good offensive bill yeah. um, a very good proactive bill on, on to keep families safer yeah no that that definitely sounds like a good offense um sending you sending you lots of uh, support on that as you continue to uh you know, some support bills that are, you know, really making a difference. These are things that unless you are directly impacted by it, it tends to not be on, on one's radar. So I'm glad that you're making space for it here. And just as a reminder to our listeners, can you give us the name of those two bills so that we, we have an ear for it as we move through session? Um, I believe, um, the refugee bill, it's, uh, SB 264. Just want to make sure. I'm 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 going to say it because if for our long term, for our true, true listeners, you all should know Senator Jackson is terrible with the names of the bills. And I, and I am I am catching myself in what I've just done. So I will say them. She knows the content, but the actual bill. So just so we know for our listeners, SB 264, that's going to be uh, the refugee tuition bill. And then also the address confidentiality bill is going to be SB 324. So they're very kind of, kind of they both have fours in them. So, <laughs> so we'll make yeah. To be clear, I talked about those bills without giving you the bill number because I didn't know the bill number. Um, so it. thank you for uh, telling people. And yes, the numbers, uh, you know, I have to come up with some acronym if there are listeners out there who can help me. So like my um, public safety bill was like two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? You know, public safety. I, that's how I remember that one. Two, six, four, three, twenty-four. I don't know. Y'all gotta have to help me come up with some type of acronym or a fun saying in order to help me remember the numbers. Uh, otherwise, I'm just gonna keep talking about them as my bills, and I talk about the content in them. Uh, well, we'll we'll keep an ear out for that as well. So, listeners, you've been given uh, one of your call to actions uh, by Senator Jackson. So, it's been a, a a week so far so you've already hit the ground running um i also hear and also saw that you were on lawmakers this week yeah the second day of lawmakers um back in the studio with donna lowry and this time along with my good friend um that's what we talk that's how we talk in the legislature right my good friend senator john albers was uh, along with me uh, for the, for that conversation don't you have a parking space at the studio at this point because I, I feel like you are the one of the go-to people i i i really enjoy your segments i'm a little biased though Slightly biased, and I will say that the parking space that they tell us to park in, um, I actually can't get to because it's so far up in the parking deck that it makes me have vertigo. <laughs> so I always have to have a driver who brings me and drops me off on the lower level. 
so that I'm not feeling drunk on camera. So yes, there is a designated parking space, uh, but I don't use it. Well, and that's important I, that you have made that decision. <laughs> of course, I had to learn that the hard way uh, so that my very first appearance on Lawmakers, I I can't speak to how good or not good it was because I really was suffering from some significant motion sickness from uh, wow. the ride up in the in the parking deck. Yeah. Wow. Well, please tell us what you tackled this week on day two. Uh, of lawmakers what, what what was the topic this week yeah so um the topic was swatting which is um for people who don't know it's when somebody uses the 911 misuses abuses the 911 system to call in a, a fake hostage type scenario and resulting in law enforcement officers kind of swarming or swatting um a residence or a place of business that could also be done. So that was a topic because several lawmakers over Christmas holidays, including myself, were swatted. Um, and so John Albers, his house was there. He wasn't there. His son was there, not him, but um, he was the target of swatting along with me. And so we just went on to talk about that issue to really highlight the fact that it's not funny. It's not a hoax. It's not um, and I, to be honest, the person who's doing it, I think knows it's not a hoax, but just, you know, to call it out um, and, and to really raise awareness for our entire community that this is something that could happen. And, you know, if it happens to you, people need to know that it's a thing so that you know how to respond appropriately to law enforcement when they do arrive at your house. Mm. Well, I want to offer an apology, though I had nothing to do with it, but I can imagine uh, the emotional toll, the impact of just being in that that moment for you, your family, and having to keep a cool and calm and collective uh, head in a situation such as that. I want to know, and I'm really curious about it because it really, it, it is a misuse of resources. And can you speak to what that looks like um, when we talk about a misuse of resources so that folks understand? Yeah. So in my little neighborhood, you've been there, Sharitha, you know, we have a basically a one lane street. It's not a particularly huge bubbling place. There were six cruisers parked in front of my house that I could see six cruisers I you know what was beyond my vision I don't I can't speak to and you know there were several law enforcement officers our entire property is somewhat of a fortress because not because we're not because we needed to be fortress it's fortress to keep our animals in right um and so those of you who are listeners in our very first uh, season know that it's also to try to keep the neighbor's animals out um really? despite uh <laughs> Oh, Billy. Billy um, has gone on to be with the Lord, I guess, uh, part of that great heavenly banquet. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, so we are completely fenced in. And so what that means is that law enforcement officers in full gear. So, you know, they're all of the gear that they bring um, had to jump over, climb over our fences in order to get into our um, space to come to our, our front door. And then they also had EMS uh, standing by. They were staged just a street over because EMS cannot be on scene where there may be potential gunfire. They have to be um, offsite, but they were staged just a street over. So, I mean, that's six trooper cars, one um, EMS bus, 
uh, and, and no doubt fire and rescue also just a call away, all responding to my house when there was nothing wrong, which means they weren't responding in other places where there may have been something going on. And, um, you know, the, the potential, the waste of resources, it's not just about them being at my house, being busy when they didn't need to be. Uh, it's also about even how they get there because of the nature of the call. They they came in lights and sirens, which means they came in driving faster. And if you work in law enforcement or adjacent to law enforcement, what we don't talk about out loud is that one of the most dangerous things for law enforcement and EMS is driving lights and sirens. A lot of accidents happen going, rushing, driving at a rapid speed to get to the scene of, of potential crime. And so to have six cars zooming on a cold, rainy day uh, put lives at danger. Just that alone um, increased the potential for, for harm, let alone the fact that they weren't able to respond to other places. So um, it's an extraordinary waste of resources Extraordinary waste of time um, because I'm not an elected official. I had two officers who had to stay at my house and uh, write a report, and it took two hours because we have to contact the GBI, the FBI, Homeland Security. Um, and I'm grateful that all of these agencies are are here to be in my corner and to ensure that we're protected. But it's just a massive amount of resources that was wasted when when our family would have rather have just enjoyed a beautiful quiet day after you know day after Christmas that's what we were we're looking for so um yeah that's that's what swatting looks like and um I'm grateful that we have some things in place now where hopefully we will never be swatted again but um we just kind of hope and pray hmm. well thank you for that insight Senator Jackson um I know it's uh, um, uh, truly not the start of this uh, of session that you, the bang that you were hoping for in a sense, but um, I am pleased to hear, and I know our listeners are pleased to hear that you and your family are okay and that you are energized around what's to come. Hey, I got a story that I want to do. I do want to tell about this whole swatting thing. Okay. okay, so the in, the inside thing that I would you know that doesn't get show, that doesn't get told on lawmakers or will not be on you know will not be publicized. So you know we have this whole swatting thing. I go, I open the door. I know we're being swatted because I know what swatting is. Also, I had just sent a tweet about swatting twenty minutes before oh. about how it was bad. So you know, I I, I had the kind of heads up, but. We have, um, and we've never talked about this on Goggles and Governments because we did not have a son at the time. So we have this little two-year-old um, who is just such a great joy and delight who lives in our house. Well, he's potty training. Like I decided to take the week after Christmas to help him potty train. And um, for those who've never potty trained a child, one of the techniques you can use is that you have them go without pants. Like they just kind of go diaperless for uh, a certain period of time so that they can learn how to feel because the diaper makes them not be able to feel. Anyway, so the police officers come, Reese is in his room. Of course, he's pantless because he's potty training and playing with his toys. I leave his room um, thinking that I've left him there with all of his trucks and go to respond to the officers. And I'm talking to the officer 
thankfully at this point, the guns are down, they've been holstered, and I see the officer's face like change, but I can't read what, I can't read his change of face, but I hear my wife, I hear Trina say, Reese, get over here, and I feel I feel the wind as she like pulls him away. Apparently, my kid has been standing behind me in full sight of the officer without any clothes on. So the police officer, God bless him, gets a full frontal of my little two-year-old. And that's why his face changed. But also, he says to me, you know, ma'am, normally we would come inside of the house and, you know, do a whole search to make things, every, make sure everything's okay. But, but I think we're good here. Uh, so let's just go, let's just go back up to my car and write the report. <laughs> so thanks, Reese. I really appreciate you, baby boy. You kept the police from having to search our house because you exposed it all to them. Wow. I cannot think of a more fitting way to close out this space really and truly hitting on now I the theme of God goats government and the gift of motherhood because I mean what do you 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 do the best you can hey you know you show up at my house unannounced <laughs> Sometimes you just might get more than you looked for. And uh, <laughs> indeed they did. But I, I think that Reese is the true hero of our whole swatting story. <laughs> um, and, and and God bless that child. Um, and, and I'm grateful for the way that scenario went down because I mean, it, I'm not sure exactly when he arrived behind me because I, I couldn't see him, but I'm clear that it was after the guns were, were put away. And um, mm -hmm. so I just, I'm really grateful that he did not have that experience of having guns trained on him. And that instead he, you know, got to have a part of this really funny exchange where he, uh, where he flashes the, the officer who then was like super sweet. And of course it led to an immediate conversation about his kids and how they were, when they were his that age and, you know, enjoy the time and all that stuff. So it, it, mm. and it ended up really sweet. Mm. Well, Senator Jackson, on that note, is there anything else we uh, need to touch on? What are we looking forward to? Uh, in the coming weeks that our listeners need to keep an eye on uh, and, and to, to listen out for as well. Yeah, so this coming week, when this podcast is dropped, we'll be in the middle of budget week where we'll be discussing and trying to decide how we spend the billions of billions with a B of money that we have tucked aside in our um, reserves. And so that It'll be an interesting conversation that will be taking place. Um, but as we move forward in the session, um, please be on the lookout. We'll send alerts and they'll make notices and things. There will undoubtedly be some bad bills. This will be a year of defense once again. I have no question about it. Um, so just be on the lookout for that. And then, uh, you know, at late January, look for me uh, to be holding a press conference where we talk about some really good legislation that hopefully everybody can get around that will not be 
repulsive and will not cause harm, but instead will be doing some really good in the world. So I'm excited about that. Sharitha, you will get a personal invite to that because it has something to do with the work that we do together when we are not in session. That's a little hint. Okay. I will look for the invitation. And I also hope that uh, as you guys go towards budget week, that um, you are better with the resources than those who are using, uh, misusing our resources uh, for swatting. So uh, we'll we'll keep continue to keep uh, an optimistic view, but also realistic. And we appreciate you for your transparency and keeping us up to date on what's to come. Uh, other than that, Senator Jackson, you know I like to honor your time. So I'm going to close this out if it's okay with you. I think it is. Let's do this. Wonderful. Well, you've been listening to another fantastic session of God, Goats, and Government. Until next time, like, subscribe, and yo, we need y'all to leave comments because that's actually how this stuff gets like pushed up in the algorithm. We've learned a lot over the last, you know, break. So please leave a comment, a good comment. Okay, it can even be a bad comment because we'll respond to that and defend ourselves because we know how to do that. So like, subscribe, leave a comment, and share it with a friend. Indeed, and you can find us at Kim for Georgia on all social media platforms. All right, guys, be easy.